Welcome to the Church of St. Dunstan in Mineola, Texas. The following audio is a rebroadcast from Sunday, December the 31st, 2023, the first Sunday after Christmas. Our message today is delivered by Mother Cynthia Moore. Our readings for today's service come from Isaiah chapter 61, verses 10 through chapter 62, verse 3. Our psalm for the day is 147th Psalm. Our second reading is from Galatians chapter 3, verses 23 through 25. In chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, and the gospel is from John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Our first reading is from Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exalt in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication, and all the kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name that the month of the Lord will give. The mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in hand of your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm reading is Psalm 147 and is on page 804 in the Book of Common Prayer. We will say this by whole verse together. <coughs> Hallelujah! How good it is to sing praises to our God! How pleasant it is to honor Him with praise! The Lord builds Jerusalem, the exiles of Israel. He hears the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars and calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. There is no limit to his wisdom. The Lord lifts up the lowly, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God upon the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds and prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass to grow upon the mountains and green plants to serve mankind. He provides food for flocks and herds and for the young ravens when they cry. He is not impressed by the might of a horse. He has no pleasure in the strength of a man. But the Lord has pleasure in those who fear him, in those who await his gracious favor. Worship the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He has established peace on your borders. He satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. And his word runs very swiftly. He is snow like wood. He scatters forefrost like ashes. He scatters his tail like breadcrumbs. Who can 
stand against his cold. He sends forth his word and melts them. He blows with wind and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgment to Israel. He has not done so to any other nation. To them he has not revealed his judgment. Hallelujah. Glory be Glory to, the to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our second reading comes from the uh, book of Galatians. Now before faith came, we were imprisoned and guarded under the law until faith should be revealed. Therefore, the law was our disciplinarian until Christ came, so that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer subject to a disciplinarian. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs> the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received, grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us pray. Dear Lord, may I not speak for myself or for myself, but from you and for your glory. May I speak with your wisdom and truth, and not that of the world's wisdom and truth. I pray that you will open our eyes and hearts to what you want us to learn today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Christmas is the season that we plan for months and months ahead. Of course, I say that. And I plan that every year to prepare earlier than before. And yet, I never do. <laughs> I think last year my plan was to do Christmas planning in August so that by the time December rolled around, it was going to be smooth and easy. I think on December 15th, I started to plan for Christmas this year. And a lot of what we do is figuring out for our friends and our family the perfect gift, what would truly mean something to them, and what can we provide to them that will mean something in the years to come. And we shop and we, we, we put off things because it's hard. Lots of people have everything they need, um, and we just can't seem to figure it out. But Christmas, gives us a gift every year. We don't have to worry about it. And it comes freely, it's always in the right size, and it is always perfect for every person on earth. It is always better to give than to receive, and we know that the joys of giving far exceed the joys of receiving. But Christmas is a time when we do spend a lot of effort trying to think of that perfect gift for our loved ones. What we don't realize, though, is that that Christmas brings us each that gift, the gift of the season. There is a saying, Jesus is the reason for the season, and how true it is. And I think sometimes we forget that. The Nativity story gives us a chance to renew our faith in Christ. It is the perfect gift for us all every year. God's Son is born for us. Jesus is born to humble beginnings. He is vulnerable and in need of human care. Jesus, fully human and divine, shows us, even though he is unique in wisdom and divinity, that he too grew in human form just the same as we did. He grew as we did under the watchful eye of guardians, a father, a mother, and in the care of the community surrounding him. Likewise, we are children of God. He is our Father. The scripture calls him Abba, Father. He is our Father. If you choose to receive him in your life, Father, Abba, God, will watch over you. And our church family is the community in which we also live. They also are here for you. This is a gift given to us and to all who receive him, who believe in his name. He gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or the will of the flesh or the will of man, but of God, 
We are adopted into his family. The invitation comes in full light every year at his birth. Come, says the angel to the shepherds. But also come, says God to all of us. Come and be a part of Christ's family. Jesus was born vulnerable and human. He is called Emmanuel. God is with us. Jesus is divine, and that divine being is also brought to us through the Holy Spirit. The more we take this gift into our hearts, the more our lives will be enriched. James McTyre, a Presbyterian minister, wrote, Our hearts are over-indebted, over-sweetened, very over-Christmas hearts, are directly injected with the Spirit of God's Son. If we listen closely, we hear a new extra heartbeat within us, faintly echoing the cry of a baby's first words, Abba, Abba, Abba. Our blood is mingled with that of Jesus himself. We are no longer slaves to the law, to others, or to ourselves. We are no longer second-class strangers to our salvation. We are now children and heirs of God just as Jesus himself is God's child and heir. This is because we have put our faith in Jesus, a much higher being than anything on earth or in the heavens. This is faith in the Lord. John writes, And without him not one thing came into being. Without Jesus, without God, nothing on this earth exists. Williman, a Methodist preacher, quotes a rabbi, Michael Goldberg, who in his book, Jews and the Christians, says that. As a Jew, he is impressed reading Matthew's account of the nativity by how utterly passive the actors are. As a Jew, he answers to the story of Exodus, a story of how God liberated the chosen people through the enlistment and prodding of people like Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. But the Christmas story implies that what God wants to do for us is so strange, so beyond the bounds of human effort and striving, that God must resort to utterly unnatural and supernatural means. First, God worked through people, as the rabbi mentioned, Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, were chosen to lead the people through Exodus into the land of milk and honey, but with the birth of Jesus, there is direct contact between nature and the supernatural. God doesn't just speak to people. He acts through them by sending his only son through natural means of birth. He exceeds the boundaries of speaking from a bush or in dreams into the reality of a messy world. What God wanted to do for us was so far beyond our own imagining that God resorted to angels, pregnant virgins, and stars in the sky to get it done. We don't think of it, understand it, or approve it. All we can do at Bethlehem is receive it, a gift from God we hardly knew. This is often the way God loves us, with gifts we thought we didn't know. We didn't know we needed, which transform us into people we don't necessarily want to be. This happens when we let our faith guide us. Faith transforms us. This is God's gift to us. You may find the Spirit opens doors you hadn't considered 
and eases paths that at one time or another seem shut off. The famous saying, we make plans and God laughs, comes from the knowledge that the spirit who works within us pushes us towards his work, not ours. We are all capable of doing pretty good work on our own, but with God's help, we can do incredible work. John reminds us, great is our Lord and mighty in power. There is no limit to his wisdom. The scary part is that we must let go of our own preconceived thoughts and plans. In order to hear God, we first need to be still and let God in. This happens best in silence and prayer. Once we hear God, the second step is listening to God and working with his wisdom. Lots of times the message is so different than our own thoughts that we cannot think it's possible or correct. It usually is. It is God. It is good to receive the gifts that God has bestowed upon each of us. His gift is unique to each one of us. It is often a much greater thing to see how God can best use us for his purpose than to try something different. Always what happens is much better than what we could imagine on our own. How freeing it can be to let go of our preconceived desires and thoughts. Let God in and let God show the way. This is what Paul is telling the Galatians. They are no longer bound by the written laws of their faith. Jesus has come to earth. The Spirit has filled our hearts. With the Spirit, all things are possible. Give yourself and others in this new year the perfect gift of Christ in our lives. It always fits. It's always the right size. It is free, and the value is beyond your imagination. Nothing comes into being without God. Be still, pray, and invite the Spirit into your lives. When we do, remarkable things can happen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we celebrate the birth of your Son, fill our hearts with the joy that comes from knowing him. May the joy of Christmas be a constant presence in our lives, reminding us of the true source of happiness found in Jesus Christ. Let us share this joy with others and be a reflection of your love in the world. Amen. <clears throat>